let's try this again <laughs> we're back <laughs> <laughs> with episode 2.3 2.3 2 back we- to weekly shenanigans weekly shenanigans besides the intro that seems like the only thing we can get right <laughs> it's i didn't realize this was going to be a little challenging <laughs> we'll, we'll get the hang of it as, as yeah. i think as, as we make more of these yeah hopefully um we we're just talking about it we we actually recorded a second episode last week it didn't go so well we scratched the whole thing so we said let's actually record it this weekend we, 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 try, we tried recording it we recorded twice already this earlier <laughs> but but the first one was like 15 minutes we hated it started over again and then we, we were like two minutes in and we we're like i right, forget that yeah this is the last chance if not, we're not going to do any more for tonight. We'll move it on for another night. <laughs> but we're here. We're, we're here. Okay, let's let's do this. All right. So what do we got planned for today's podcast? We're going to recap. We're going to recap a little bit of last week. And then uh, we'll see how that goes. And then we'll close it up with something witty. And we'll call it a show. <laughs> okay <laughs> so, sounds like a good plan so so to recap last week you you had an injury i had a back injury we're gonna start it with that we're gonna start the podcast with your back injury oh goodness <laughs> well that was the thing that that was what happened you've been out for like four days five days you've literally been out from work yeah you injured your your back at work doing watermelons and produce yeah i come home from work on was it friday thursday Wednesday that Wednesday Wednesday this last yeah. Wednesday I come home well you called me you're on your way home early in the morning because you, you're injured your back but you're like I'm okay my I just my back just stopped working <laughs> I'm driving home yeah and I'm like all right well you're good you're good I finished my shift at work come home I find you in the couch crippled you literally can't move I was it was really hard for me to move you were in really bad shape I like yeah but I fixed you up. <laughs> I mean, you were in really bad shape. Like I come home and you're 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 on the couch, you can't get up. When you do get up, you're you're walking like an old lady. <laughs> and you're you're in pain. I mean you're you're severely in pain. Yeah. So you tell me the whole story and I'm like, all right, well and I come home from, I, I came home really late. I mean I think I worked like 12, 12 hours at work or something. You did, you did. So there's a little bit of daylight. I've come home, you know, and um I see you in bad shape. I'm like, all right, well, I got some, I got some Epsom salt. No. Uh-huh. I'm like, let me fix you up a warm shower. I fill up the tub. Yeah. Really hot. Well, I mean, as hot as hot as it could get. Yeah. I, I just, I just pour all of the Epsom salt in there. <laughs> Which helped a lot. I think it did. And I, then I, 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 I just, I, I put you in there. Yeah. Gently. Technically, you did. You mm. would like. I had to help you, help, help you in help there. Help me you in there. You would have probably but... slipped and killed yourself or something. No, just like the pain of it, just because I was so stiff that I can't. I yeah, you needed just, me to kind of guide couldn't. you in there. Yeah. I, I I get you in there. Yeah. You relax for a good hour or so, I think, right? I mean, that warmness and probably the Epsom salt helped you out. I gave you some CBD. <laughs> oil. I had some CBD oil. <laughs> really good stuff. Drops, I, I gave you yes. like a, a high dosage of um, little droplets of CBD. Yeah. Take a few bong hits. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then no I, comment. No. And then I bring you uh, I, I, a few bong hits of some good some good indica to just relax you. I mean, the, my whole idea was like, let me relax you. Your 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 back is probably a knot, or it's probably all like seized up or whatever. So I'm like, the warm water, the Epsom salt, 
the CBD, the THC, and a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how could I forget about that? And a glass of wine just to kind of have you relax. I bring your cell phone. I'm like, I'm going to turn off the lights. Here's a candle. Call me if you need me. Don't get up. You did. But it helped out, right? Best 50 minutes of my life. <laughs> it was a good hour. It was a good hour. I'm happy. I'm happy it helped out. No, but yeah, you know, it, it was bad. My back was pretty, pretty bad. Um, I mean, I'm feeling much better than what I was, how I was doing on Wednesday. Because Wednesday, I, like my body was just not... It was just not like... No, Wednesday, you look like... No, the like, thing is, I couldn't sleep or sit. And I had to be on my side, laying down. Like, that was the only comfortable position I... You were kind of like hunched over the yeah, whole time. Yeah, and then I... Yeah, because I couldn't be like... I couldn't stand straight. Like, usually my posture... I mean, I have bad posture, but... You know, my posture... I don't think you have bad posture. And We could do better, but... <laughs> I, I think I have bad posture. I think I catch myself all the times like hunching over. Mm-hmm. Even at work or walking. I'm like, no, no get up straight get up yeah. straight it doesn't help that i sit a lot yeah no but it's really important to have good posture just overall yeah so now you're like four or five days after that you're in yeah. a lot better shape you can get up you can you can bend over you can did you try to do some yoga this morning i did not try to do some yoga try to get some yoga some you know um, grab a little weight a five pound weight mm-hmm. and just do some little lifting you know just kind of warm up your back just make sure you're you're 100 but anyway but i think so that happened wednesday i think friday or saturday you went back to work uh, friday friday right mm-hmm. and then they took you to a doctor they checked you out x-rays you're you're, you're fine i mean your back is not yeah. messed up it's just a what did they tell you it's just a sprain a sp- he called it a very a more medical term, but I, I just, it was too long. But Is that yeah, but basically a fancy word by saying that I sprained my back. It's not like you popped your back or you're like yeah messed up or something. You're just you just sprained your back. I mean, when I googled it, I think uh, a lot of people know it by throwing your back out. Oh, I see, I see, I see. You know, when you say you're throwing your back out, that's like what that's what it means. It's, it describes exactly the symptoms that I was like feeling. He gave you some pain medicine and then, and then some pills and then told you to uh, take a few days off, like three days off or whatever. Well, come he, back. Didn't, he didn't um, so actually he said that. It's just uh, I they they put um, work restrictions yeah. on it. So but my job, they couldn't accommodate me. So so I had to get those days off. Yeah. You basically the doctor pretty much just said, hey, you're, you can't lift anything more than five pounds. Or yeah. Something. And so obviously that's all you do at work since mm-hmm. you're, you, you work in produce. Um, exactly. Well, maybe we should mention how, how is it that you threw your back? I mean, what were you doing at work? Oh, you know, typical, just grabbing the watermelons from a bin and, and you know, I mean, there's no way, sorry, there's no way of like um, bending your knees. So I just like dived in and then picked up the watermelon and then. Was it like in the beginning? Like we were, uh, you said it was like the last because um, the, 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 these are big trials the, these things are not they're, they're filled with like 800 pounds of watermelons or something so it wasn't full for whatever reason you, it was already like half full or something yeah so you're really having to reach into this bin yeah i was practically diving in like if that makes sense yeah yeah these things are about waist waist high yeah 
So you're already not, you, you had a back brace, so you were already doing your, well, yeah, like, correct, you know, wear a back brace. Yeah. I mean, watermelons are heavy. So you're very. having to bend over, not just in your, it's very unnatural to kind of lift something that way because mm -hmm. correct way is kind of like kneel down, straight down, pick it up and stand straight up without using your back, just all leg muscle, right? Yeah. But you can't do that. You can't do this. You're diving in to the bin. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, for me, um, I mean, it's just it wasn't possible. Just the way that the watermelons were um, placed, because we have to place them, so it's really hard to kind of reach in there. But so you, you got to take them out and then put them somewhere else or on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, like or we have to put it no at another bin, <laughs> like another shelf. <laughs> no, um, just a it just yeah, and a, and a like just in one whole bin. So condense them. Yeah, just condensed it. So. So, I mean, that way, like, it doesn't look empty. Like, the area doesn't look empty, so. It was Wednesday morning. I mean, you were yeah. early for your shift. I think it's, it's your first hour when you got injured, yeah. right? You get there. That's your task. Pull out watermelons. Yeah. Condense watermelons. Exactly. You throw your back. And, yeah, I throw my back out and. You call it. You, you report the injury. They well, send you home. Send me home. And then here I, I am. And I find you in some really home. bad shape. Yeah. I find you in some really rough shape on Wednesday. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, but I fixed you up though, right? Yeah, well, thanks for the, you know, bath um, <laughs> tub and the... Well, I didn't know what else to do. I was like, I just need to relax you. Your, your, your back, your muscles basically tensed up for whatever you reason. You know, now that I think about it, you actually had to like help me get to the bathtub. Like... Yeah, you were in bad shape. It, it was bad. I, I didn't think I was going to get that bad. Like I thought like, oh, okay, I got Sam home. Okay, cool. Like I'm just going to sit here and let it, let it, um, you know, kind of like. I don't think you got up. I didn't. You didn't. You, know so what? you, you came home and you sat down. So you, you, your body cooled down and then you just stayed like that. Yeah, but I was just in pain. Like yeah. I could just feel it. And so I couldn't, I just, I didn't want to move. I couldn't sit. I couldn't yeah. lay down. Like laying down was just the worst thing. So I was just on my side. And that's how you found me. You know, just like, I think you got a little scared. A little bit. I'm, I'm happy that the doctors took the x-ray though. Because I thought they were yeah. just going to like rub it or like, oh, yeah. like where does it hurt? Or, oh, okay, what were you doing? Okay, just fill some paperwork and just send you home. But no, they actually yeah. did some x-rays. Yeah. Um, they didn't find anything bad. So yeah, you, which I'm happy because... Yeah. Back injuries are pretty serious. They give you like a different type of brace just so that you can kind of wear it and support your lower back. Basically yeah. in your lower back, if you can describe yeah. it, right? It's in the, it's like the, the lower of your, your back. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty scary. I've never thrown my back. I don't know what that's like, but I've, I've had friends that have thrown their backs mm -hmm. or, or shoulder or something. And I hear, I mean, even from you, I mean, it's really, really nasty. I mean, but I've never been lucky, I guess. Yeah, it's painful. It's painful. Definitely painful. So those that have um, thrown their backs, they can relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you don't have any more of those. Yeah. But I think you go back to work pretty soon here. Uh, you're gonna go back for another checkup and then some therapy to make sure you're okay. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. I, I'm hoping to be back by Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Now it's gonna a be week. like a whole week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping so. So I'm I'm like, hopefully like I can get back to my normal state and just I'm ready to um bend over no <laughs> <laughs> you're ready to work i wonder um i wonder now when next time you have a because it's watermelon season two right now so that's going to be an item that's a lot of here in the valley it's been you know it's funny that you mentioned that um it's been a year-round uh product 
Really? Where are you guys getting yeah. shit from? Like South America or something? Uh, okay. There was it can't a time be local, we, like in the winter. We've been getting watermelons. That, for some reason, this past year, we've been getting them all year long. Of course, you know, when they're imported, when they're not local, they're obviously a little pricier. Product of Mexico. Yeah, but we're, we've been getting them from Mexico or Arizona. That's one of them. Hmm. Big ones. Yeah. Arizona and Mexico. Yeah, but... I'm glad you're better. Yeah, thank you. So that was kind of like your shenanigan of. That was my shenanigan. <laughs> that's work my shenanigan. weekly shenanigan. But your shenanigan of the week. Yes. I I don't think I had one. We we had one together though. We did. We celebrated quarantine <laughs> EDC at home. I guess we had a, <laughs> uh-huh. a a rave festival at home. Yeah. This would have been our sixth EDC that yeah. we would have gone to, Electric Daisy Carnival. This is the uh, the big one they host every year in Vegas at the Speedway. Yeah. Would have been our sixth, but because of the given, because of the situation out there, Which Vegas is, is pretty much closed. Yeah. Uh, the event has been postponed to October, so we'll see if that even happens. But luckily, the uh, the founder... Or the creator, I guess the founder of festivals or of EDC actually, but like like Pasquale mm-hmm. hosted this three day like EDC virtual online thing. So he basically streamed DJs online on YouTube and on YouTube, Twitch, Twitch and... everywhere. Yeah, for the whole world to to be a part of. Which is pretty cool. He put some there. There is some um, some value in his production. He puts a lot of energy in it. So since we couldn't, since the world couldn't physically join or congregate <laughs> at the speedway for this event, we basically all did it online, mm. which was kind of fun. Um, but we 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 took it a I took it a step further than that. I didn't just stream, you know, DJs online. I I, I turned our living room into a into, <laughs> into an actual into an rave actual dance or festival a rave. Put a bunch of lights. I ordered. I I set up two laser lights on our TV, a fog machine. <laughs> There's like three big lights, two lasers. One like multicolor light, all going to the sound, a fog machine. So you got these laser beams going across the living room. <laughs> oh, and, and then you set up a bar area. I too. set up a bar area with, with black lights. We can't forget asparagus. Asparagus, our, our pet, uh, our rave pet uh, chicken. Rubber chicken. Rubber chicken. He's a squeaky rubber chicken. We, 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 uh, we adopted him and we, you named him asparagus. Asparagus. He's awesome. So we basically did our own festival in the living room. I mean, the whole thing started like at five. You know, I get home from work. We turn it on, a few DJs. But later in the night when, the, you know, when there's better music playing or whatever, yeah. once it got a little, a little better, we turn off the lights, put the fog machine on, get the lasers going, had a few drinks. We had a bunch of tequila. That was fun. It, it was. That's why we're not drinking right now, actually. We're not having yeah. a drink of the night, even though we said that was, we were going to do every time we did so this. So the drink of the night is water. <laughs> good old water no, good old we did too much drinking this weekend so we're gonna we're gonna relax yeah 
Also, I want to mention that I finished my final paper, so yay me. <laughs> we'll get back to that, but yeah, you you you've been putting in work this weekend. So you were you were literally we were both trying to be part of this virtual online uh, rave. Yeah. In the afternoons, I think that these things went on to like two in the morning. I think right. Yeah. They went on to two in the morning. I think Saturday we didn't. Uh, did we watch the whole thing? No. I yeah. Think we did Saturday. Saturday, yes. It was Friday. Friday, I think we we didn't do the last two or something. No, we no, did. No, we did. We did we Friday did. the whole the whole night to two to two a.m. We did Saturday to two a.m. Then Sunday we were going to bed around midnight and we just let it play. We, we just asleep. finished the last um void set. yeah with void and that was whew. so you were injured. This is also the weekend you were injured. This is just this yeah, last well, weekend. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, luckily, you were getting better, but it was affecting your dance skills. I could tell. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I could tell it was affecting your dance skills, <laughs> but you still you still hang in there. In the daytime, while I'm at work, you're trying to do a paper for your finals. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you threw out your back. You had a paper to do, and we try to do a living room rave in the afternoons. Try to bring EDC to our home. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was nice, though. We it was fun. nice. It, it was a pretty, I think for me, it was a little stressful week. But um, it helped you de-stress your afternoons, though, right? But uh, yeah, but definitely, definitely um, things worked out. So, yeah, I think we're both pretty happy with our living room setup. Yeah. I mean, who else puts laser lights in their living room? <laughs> it does kind of get like get me a little emotional because, you know, EDC is always like, Ever since they, they changed the date to May, like oh, yeah. it's, it's always been like um, close to my birthday, so it's kind of extra special. I mean, it's well, it's extra month. special for both of us, but I mean, like for me, it's like yay, my birthday too. Like I'm secretly your birthday's coming too. up here on Wednesday, by the way. Yeah, don't remind Wednesday me. Wednesday, Thursday. What is it? Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> well, oh, I, I should know, right? <laughs> you should. I think it's Thursday, but oh, I don't know. Siri will remind me a day before though. <laughs> I, I I got Siri trained. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, EDC, like, oh, my God, like, when you said six years, wow, like, it's just, like, time flies. Which brings us to our um, other point that we're going to talk about this on this podcast, a little bit about festivals, what they are, why we do them, some of our experiences, you know, the ups and downs. So, how did you find out about, like, this whole EDM, like, you know, EDC lifestyle? How, How did you? I... Did not know about them. So I'm, I'm a little older than you by I don't know, four, mm. four years or something, five years. But if I, if I go back to like the late 90s or early 2000s, I remember a form of electronic music that at, t- at the time it was called Hard House. It's a lot different than what it is now. Um, and I remember my parents hated it. Everybody hated it. But for whatever reason, it kind of resonated with me and a couple of friends. I'm like, oh, what is this? And then you buy these CDs at the Swami. Oh, um, cool. DJ Mike Flores, uh, Energizer, Hard House, Bangers 3 or something. Like there was all these different CDs you would buy at the Swami. And that's how we knew of like this music. It was just mm-hmm. a bunch of like, it's basically like house music. But think about it like in the 90s, you know, so the yeah. sounds were more synthesized and everything. And so then I, I knew about these raves, like these, I guess, illicit parties or I don't know what you would call them, what the news would show every now and then, mm-hmm. like late at nine, like, oh, uh, a party was, a rave was shut down because oh, of drugs like or whatever. Yeah. Like so it, that, that was the underground scene. Now, 
I was obviously in middle school, so I could not partake in these. Yeah. But I had a friend or two that were like high schoolers that we knew through through brothers of, of, of our friends. Uh-huh. And they would be a part of these. And I remember they would tell me like, oh, there was this one guy in particular who he would, he would even have flyers. He would come over and skateboard. He was always, he was older than us. He was probably like, I mean, we must have been junior high kids or whatever. He must have already been like a out of high school or something but he would he would skateboard every now and then see us skateboarding he would skate with us and then take off he would do a few tricks and go and he was definitely dressed like 90s rave kid style like big jenko pants and the hats and everything but he would he would stroll by and skateboard with us and then he would show us these flyers he's like oh there's gonna be a rave at whatever place and he, he said i don't know where he got these flyers but he would have to call somewhere and that that secret phone line would give him the address to the actual warehouse or the actual party and that's how they would they would coordinate these things because so there was no Facebook, there was no, there was no Twitter, there's none of that, no social media. So everything was done on, done on the low key because it sounds all mysterious. Like that's how it was <laughs> done because back in, I mean, these things were in the eyes of the public, in the eyes of the media, these things were bad. You know, it was teenagers having drugs and sex and this weird music, right? And this is where Pasquel, the story is that is he, he, this is where he kind of started hosting these parties i think he's been hosting some of these uh raves since like the 90s yeah but yeah flyers was the way to kind of get the word of mouth going yeah so that's kind of what i knew about them other than what the media and a few people i would hear would say but i I mean i had no Mm -hmm. no experience i just liked the music now at the time there was other popular music happening there was a whole west coast rap thing going on you know the chronic 2001 dropped you know, Snoop Dogg, West Side Connection, you know, Eminem, the Slim Shady LP. So there's all this hip hop going. So, you know, hip hop music and then like Hard House was two completely, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, just different type of music. Yeah, different So genres. I wouldn't really, and then a lot of people didn't like this other stuff. So it, was, it wasn't it popular. So I would just kind of keep that part of myself. Like, yeah, it's something I listen to my in my headphones and my CD player, but I don't like, you know, that's about it. Um. And then I kind of stopped listening to it for whatever reason. I went to high school. I kind of stopped caring about it or stopped following. Moved to moved to uh, moved out of town. And then that was that was like the end. I mean, over the years, I I guess I I started hearing about festivals like again, like raves, but only through like my cousin mm, okay. and one of my coworkers. And he was like, "Oh, you actually like that music too?" I was like, "Yeah, I like that music." And so this is when like, like um, Tiesto and like uh, David Guetta and all these other artists starting kind of like becoming popular. So you, you couldn't, you, you could not like, you, you would always hear this music, whether it was on the radio, on YouTube. So some of this music started kind of like resurfacing. And I was like, oh, wait, so that's, I remember those sounds. It's like, hey, that was, that was like this, but it's different now. Oh, what is that? Oh, that's trance. Oh, that's that's house music oh that's that's something different you know that's like dubstep or something or 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 trap music and so i started kind of hearing here here and there and as i was talking to my co-worker he's like yeah i like that too do you remember remember back in the day remember this he's like oh and then we started putting back two and two together and we're like oh this is the evolution of that it turned into this now um and then through my cousin she had gone to a few insomniac festivals i think she was in in her first year yeah and she told me about it and showed me a few YouTube videos. And I was like, oh, this stuff looks amazing. I like the music. I want to know more about this. Mm-hmm. How does it work? It's like, oh, well, you buy the tickets here. And she told me about the whole pluriculture, the whole, like, you know, peace, love, unity, and respect. 
about EDC and how massive it is and the drug scene and <laughs> just the, the party and, and, and just the people and what it's about. And I remember seeing these videos online, the first you, the first trailer to the first EDC that me and you went to. Um, I mean, EDC has been happening for, I think it's going to be the 25th anniversary next year. I think next year will be the 25th. So we went like on the 20th year or whatever. So EDC had already been, you know, it had already been existing for a long time before me and you even attended to. But I remember talking to my coworker and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to this one too. I think he went to one before I went. I think he went to the one before, before me and you went. Um, and so he told me all about it and I was like, shoot, I, I want to be a part of this. You know, how does it work? You know, get the tickets, do all that. And then around that time, me and you started becoming, around that time, me and you had already moved in. So I remember telling you, or we, when we were dating, I was like, you like this music or you want to, you know, festivals? And you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in them too. It's like, oh, me too. I'm going to buy some tickets. So I remember I bought the EDC tickets. Yeah. Um, and we, I basically committed to like, all right, I want to be a part of this. But by then I had redone a, a, a lot of YouTube research and I kind of knew a little bit about, you know, how it worked, the rules and the process and the traveling and, and obviously learning a little bit more about the music. Um, there was, um, I mean, I was, then, I, then I was lucky that you were also interested too. Yeah. This whole like EDC was, uh, well, the whole scene was pretty new to me. Like it was something different, like really different from, from what you're used to from your school dances. I mean, if you've ever gone to school dances, but you know, it's a mix of everything, but just like focusing on EDM music is but prior to edc i mean you asked you asked me like how did i kind of hear about it but i can have that i have that junior high connection to like yeah. old house music hard house music and kind of hearing about raves what about you did you did you hear music prior to like marshmallow or prior to tiesto or prior to um steve aoki you know because this is all edm edm related you know it's all electric yeah. M music yeah Honestly, no, I, um, I think like, you just uh, got into it in the more recent version. I, yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, I remember when I was really young, like, but I just don't know the age that, um, I mean, and on the radio, you would hear techno, like, like, uh, there was some, techno you know, the, the, the song that I really like, I remember cause, um, I sandstorm, I don't know by who, but you know, sandstorm, oh, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, that. I, I like, remember that one yeah, too. Yeah, like it's like it was very popular. Da -na -na -na. Yeah. Da -na -na -na. yeah, yeah, and uh, the, but I didn't know. Like I was really young, so I, I just knew it's like oh, musica techno. Like it literally you know? sounds like you're like on on drugs and lasers and yeah. <laughs> and so I always imagine like uh, that's what it was about. Yeah, like oh, musica techno. But I I didn't really like I didn't really connect with it just because like you know you know hip-hop like you mentioned like was the thing and so i was following like the trends in we're following school. the trends exactly yeah. but not only that we're both of like hispanic descent right we're both latinos so obviously the music that our parents listen to is yeah. nothing like what we're listening to yeah so i yeah like i you know you're saying like when did i actually got exposed to it when i really really got it um curious about it was when I think when I turn, I turn 18 and um, my college friends, you know, I guess like yeah. college is when you experience oh, things. Right. Yeah. So um, this guy like, OK, my friend had a, a dorm. So 
so he like had friends he he had already established like friendships in, in college and this uh, i remember this um this guy you know he came over once and and the first thing i noticed was um the bracelets okay the bracelets um and how um um the the candy you know how like the candy bracelets you can design well they're beads basically they're basically uh, pony beads or something like that yeah, yeah. So I remember I remember seeing like Mario and the mushrooms on it. And I'm like, whoa, dude. Oh, Joshi too on it. And I'm like, wow, dude, like, uh, how did you do that? Or like, I'm like, what's this for? Like, I, you know, because he's on his first year of college and I just wanted to know like who and because, you know, at first how'd you make these? Yeah, yeah like, get how? like, and why? Those perlers, and, yeah. And, and then like soon there was like two other guys that that like had candy and they were like this is candy i'm like what like you can eat it and i'm like no <laughs> dork like like they're pony beads like you you know how colorful you told me. bracelets yeah and he's like oh yeah some girl gave them to me at this you know at this event and i'm like what kind of event like like tell me more so then they started telling me oh yeah it's because we're into the rave scene and i'm like the rave scene yeah like we take some molly and you know just and I'm like, what the hell's Molly? And I'm like, I don't want to sound stupid. And like, um, they started like putting, like they started playing music. And and then the Running Man was like popular. It was a, a <laughs> yeah. dance. So I remember that friend, he was trying to master, you know, the, the dance. And, and I would be like, dude, that's so cool. Like weird because like none of my family or friends were into it but this guy and like you know they were into the shuffling. it yeah and then like even like um they kind of exposed to me uh like um their outfits yeah and um there it was very uh neon col colors yeah you know like um actually like uh, anything that was like cartoony like anything that was in trend like pokemon and you know nintendo like those like having like backpacks and, and anything that was representing that like colorful joyous characters it, it seemed like that was the trend to expose like you know they were wearing them um so. uh, very um what's the word like not cultural but very um well like yeah pop pop, uh, pop culture pop culture there yeah. you go yeah 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 so um that's when i started like asking like when they oh you know at the time um they were called like the raver scene girls like scene kids like scene i don't know uh, like i just remember that there was this trend where you could wear tutus and like le leggings and like tease their hair and were they i don't think they were ravers were they ravers some of them were oh i think so some of them were you can find pictures of yeah, yeah. yeah you're right you're right it was kind of with it only because i remember that like those guys that i was talking to those girls were like it was also they the were way back, people yeah. dressed yeah there's a lot of yeah the like hair, people were just scene, yeah, i mean that was, i was i saw like i just saw that they were getting creative 2004 and, but yeah. i mean like the outfits from then to now i'm like whoa what a change <laughs> yeah so, yeah that's that's one of the things that that edm or festivals or raves they've changed over the years i mean we're we've only seen the last six years of it obviously this has been going on for i don't know 20 some years already yeah. but it, it has all these elements i mean from yeah from like 
your, your attire, how people dress to them, like colorful and just very expressive. Very. Very expressive um, through, 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 the, through these beads and designs and your makeup and everything. And it's yeah. been involved to what it is now. I mean, now it's like, it's even like a business. You got all these like, you got all these online stores that are like um, selling specifically yeah. all the, for, for, I mean, back in the day, you had to make your outfits. You had to put all these things together to make it different. Now you can just go on Yandy or whatever, I Heart Raves yeah. and just order stuff. It's easy. Yeah. Um, but even then, people still get creative. They combine outfits. They put they put things together. They'll make things their own. Um, there, there's like that element. There's the element of, um, I mean, like the candy. So you're talking about the candy. Mm-hmm. It's not just these beats that people make, but people tr- not trade them, but give them away. Yeah. Also trade. Like like it's a They're- way to, it's a way to meet people, right? Yeah. So we, hey, how's it going? Whatever. Hey, you want to trade candy? So. We, We'll trade, we'll trade bracelets. It's like a, a symbolism. Of well, like, it's more meaningful because, I mean, when it started, what I remember from that friend, the candy represented new friendships. Yeah, you know, it, you yeah. know, new friendships yeah. because at that moment, you know, we were talking a little yeah. while in college. Um, I think, I believe, uh, what it was it that, it, I think it was MySpace or Facebook. MySpace. I think it was MySpace. Well, it was the thing. It like was the end he, of MySpace, beginning of Facebook. Facebook, yeah. yeah. And um, people, people wanted to get connected, you know. So, so this I'm I'm talking about like when texts were charged, you know, like sending a tech uh, a cell phone text like was pretty expensive. So I think the 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 bracelets were like, oh yeah, I remember that girl from that festival. Like at least those guys. Yeah, were it's talking like a memento. That. It's a mo- it's, it's it's supposed to be like yeah. a memento of a specifically uh, festival, a specific festival. Because the more you collect these, you, there's like little stories attached to each one. Oh, this yeah. is, this was my favorite. Somebody gave me this one because I met this person so and so or whatever. Yeah. Or I'm like I don't remember how I got this one, but you know, or the, and then yeah. you got the ones that you trade. So yeah. you build up a collection. I mean, like we we have a collection, a small little collection yeah. of some here and there we we've made a couple we've traded a couple yeah um, so, some were given to us so yeah so that's um basically like my my experience was because of those guys and um but like my actual i, I never thought i was gonna go yeah, and see exactly. a festival like that just because you know i just I, I i just thought it was wonderful but i just like it seemed like a far away like goal to actually obtain like it's just like wow plus it seemed a little intimidating to me it seemed a little intimidating at first because i've never been a part of this and to seeing like all oh, these people gather together these mass crowds and fireworks and 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 just you know and yeah. then hearing the whole drug thing and i was like well what the hell goes on there i mean i don't i don't know I yeah mean, that, who that, do i go with i just i don't have yeah. friends that are into this well i think it was because it was so early on like those like underground festival well, i guess they, they were in the underground but i don't think people were still figuring out the whole festival scene like it it mm. When me and you got into them, they they weren't they weren't underground. They're not underground anymore. They they, they have not been underground for for years already. Yeah, no, but I mean, like when they're, my, they're very commercial. When very... my friends talk about it, they I I remember them saying like they would go they would drive out in San Bernardino, and it would be like somebody's ranch. I like, no joke. Like that's that would yeah. be like yeah the festivals that they would talk about. So, so social media was barely in the infancy stages of of. Um, of sharing these things or putting yeah. them out there. I mean, it was the beginning of it. I mean, now yeah. you just see it everywhere, but yeah. So, but, but like, uh, my first, like actual, like, I think m- music, music, like how you say it would be, 
um i want to say i, I want to give credit to um your cousin i think she was the one that bought us um tickets to go to knife party remember and that and see that and that's the thing though so all along you kind of knew elements you knew you knew of certain elements of of the festival rave scene all along i also knew a little bit of some of the music and a little bit of elements but we couldn't put it all together we didn't know where it started and where it ended like for like you brought up knife party mm-hmm. my cousin took us to knife party this is before we went to uh to edc yeah we went to knife party life life um, life, life in, in color. color and then we finally went to edc we oh, dove in yeah. but knife party i mean even though it falls in like edm it's not a genre that we listen to a lot yeah but it was fun i enjoyed it i'm glad i went to because it definitely you know it took us to a crowd took us to la at a little club somewhere yeah and it kind of allowed us to kind of see a little bit a little a little glimpse of what what this is about well i'm never i never like me like my past experiences when going to a club it was it's always been like hip-hop and yeah, different type of dancing yeah. and then this not uh, this kind not this one not this with one the was, stage and yeah. pyros and lasers yeah and because this time exactly. people were actually like uh dancing but like not dancing together you know like with a partner it was more of like crowds and and happiness like it and was a different facing vibe. forward yeah right facing forward to a stage somewhere to, to a dj playing yeah um, and then we went to Life Life in Color. It was, Co- I think, held in at a convention center in yeah. Fresno. Yeah. It's basically a little mini rave, a stage, a couple of artists, and then like paint gets thrown at you. Yeah. Life in Color. That one, I would say that one actually was with the bingo more closer. Players. Yeah, it was much closer to, to. I resonated more with the bingo players. And that's the first time I had heard about them. I've heard some of their music before, like in Vegas, scattered yeah. different clubs. And see, that's another thing that I forgot to mention. So besides in junior high, when I heard a little, when, when I got into um, Hard House, uh-huh. the next time that I heard EDM in general was going, when, when I would go to Vegas at certain clubs, sometimes it would mix in some, some EDM. And I was like, wait, I remember this. I like this. Where can I hear more of this? But I didn't, you know, all the clubs are hip hop or, or, you know, so mm-hmm. I didn't know where to, where to seek specifically this music. Um, it wasn't until, till my cousin, when she told us about, you know, knife party and bingo players, like, wait a minute, I've heard this, this tune before. Oh, that's what it was. And so we ended up going to life, 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 life uh, life in color, life in color. <laughs> I always want to say something else, life in color. <laughs> and they were there. And that music definitely resonated with me more. You liked it. We both enjoyed it. Um, and then from there we said, all right, we're going to, we're going to do this. Let's go to EDC because I think that was going to be her second EDC or her third EDC. She she had gone to a couple, so this either was was her second or her third. I think it's probably her second. Second or third doesn't yeah. matter. She knew way more than we yeah. did. Um, and we're like, let's do it, let's go. And all we knew is it was that it was held at the Speedway. We saw the trailer. It was held at the Speedway. It's a it's a massive event, seven stages. So it's the Speedway is a, a, a NASCAR track huge seven stages all these different types of djs and genres of edm people from all over the world coming together and it just looked like one massive party not only that but it was held in june oh my goodness which is the hottest time to be in vegas or just it's summertime the hottest 113 degrees 118 degrees in the daytime in vegas so 
that added an element of survival. At least to me, it made it sound like, wow, like I have to survive. People people walk around with backpacks with water. Yeah. You have to have a, 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 a bag of water in your backpack to be able to survive your own little <laughs> ecosystem, mm-hmm. life system or whatever. Yeah, right? I, I would want to say thanks to your cousin. She reminded us a lot about like... We would have probably died. Yeah. She redid. Like, she was like, she no, gave you us the guys, basics. You guys, like, bring water. Like, I wear, I, like, I bring my camel back and I'm like, and a water what? Like, is it, is it that bad? <laughs> like, like, it didn't hit me until, like, I was like, wow, like, this is survival. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rules and, and, like, the guide list. And I mean, we, we had everything. We had everything that they tell you to bring. But so, so, you know, it's this big event. All these people come together. It's 113 degrees. You know, it's three days also. That's another thing. It's three days. It's from three or five in the afternoon. I think it's a five in the afternoon till six in the morning. So it's this nonstop. So to us, it was like, wow, how are we going to do this? Are we going to sleep? Are we not going to sleep? I mean, it's called Insomniac, right? Yeah. I mean, the production company is called Insomniac. Now there's all sorts of different production companies out there. But Insomniac is one that we've, whose events we, we've partaken at a lot. Um, so we're like, let's do it. We bought tickets online. I got the tickets and, and, and to get tickets, it's hard. I mean, especially if you're trying to get them when they're at the cheapest, it's almost like you have to know the day they're going to be announced. You, you're sitting there in front of the computer. They release the tickets. You get them. Hopefully you get tier one, tier two, whatever you get oh, your tickets. Right. And these tickets are not cheap. I mean, they're $800 a piece. So you're talking two tickets for three days and then you're talking, you know, Vegas, the hotel, oh, the hotel, the hotel, the travel that then you're taking days off from work. So it's this huge, it's just seemed like this daunting task, right? It was in the summer. You're busting a mission basically. But we did it. <laughs> we said like, let's do it. So we prepared for this event. I mean, I think we went with my cousin and, and um, some, her of her, some of her friends. Yeah. I remember, I, I won't forget her friend. She was so prepared. She brought a watermelon. <laughs> I don't know why you, I mean, not to the actual event, but to the to the hotel she's like nah guys like you have to be hydrated and you have to eat fruit and you have to eat vitamins and not she brought vitamins i mean i'm glad she did because it did it really did open my eyes to a lot of what you need to do i mean you're going to party that hard in the day and at night you got to replenish yourself in the daytime if not you're going to burn out yeah i mean even till this day these last six years though we go back we've kind of done the same besides besides taking a lot of water Taking a lot of uh, Gatorades. Wipes. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just talking like uh, to, to recuperate in the hotel. Oh, in the hotel. Yeah, yeah. When, when we're not partying in the daytime. Oh. We get our sleep. I mean, we try to eat semi-well. We try to kind of blend in good food, some fruits or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she basically gave us that, that, um, that, that beginning, which yeah. was like, yeah, you got to replenish yourself. You, you, you got, it's it's going to go for three days. It's 113 degrees. Yeah. You know, you got to survive. So she prepared us and we said, we're going to do it. And so technically EDC is our first real festival experience for both of us. Yeah. And we loved it so much that we kept doing it for six years. Yeah. But besides EDC, besides that once a year in Vegas, three days, three day party in EDC, we've also attended other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we've attended a few from a different production company and we've attended a few others from insomniac so we've attended you know the halloween ones the escapes the beyond wonderlands the nocturnal 
Nocturnal's one that happened that used that um, I think this year. It's been they do it at the Glen Helen Theater mm-hmm. in San Bernardino. Um, it's like a two or a three day also event, but it's camping. Yeah. So it's a f- music festival with camping. So you bring your camping gear, either your car or you park it outside and you drag your stuff in. You set up camp for three days. You meet people, you party, you bring food, you cook. I mean, it's 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 its own animal. I, right? You know, I agree. Camping is a total. Yes. Camping at a festival is like a total experience. Experience. It's just, uh, I don't know, like, it's awesome. <laughs> That's all I could say. Like, just. But we don't just go camping. Like me and you, we 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 go glamping. What oh, is it well, called? Yeah, yeah. We definitely do it. We we've got a big tent. We bring lights. We bring good food. Like me and you, over the years, have really like put together a nice camping yeah. setup. It's a lot of work, but we bring a nice setup where we 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 got comfort. We got a we got an air mattress. And I think we have come <laughs> a long way from from our um, first couple camping festivals just from festivals in general so we've done edc five years in a row we've done maybe five escapes a couple beyonds three like three nocturnals yeah uh we've done dirty bird dirty bird twice now that's like at the uh some it's at a what, what's the park over there in the modesto reservoir yeah modesto um it's like a three-day four-day also festival yeah. it's as much smaller than the edc oh that's one thing we hadn't mentioned so edc Brings about what one hundred eighty thousand people a night. Huge. It's like, like half a million over the weekend. I mean, it is. There's so many people. I mean, it's a crowded. It's a, yeah. Packed. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. It's and then it's actually, it's a festival, but it's awesome. There's something nice about it. I mean, we we can talk about that, but yeah, there's something about having that many people, all groovy together, leaving their work behind. Because everybody didn't. Everybody they leave their work behind. Drinking and Drink. who knows. Do, yeah, that's do you. A I different mean, state of mind. Mushrooms, acid, definitely. You know, molly, yeah. whatever you want to be on. Weed. Um, it's all there. Yeah. You're there. You're meeting people. You're expanding your, your mind. You're you're listening to music. You're just for your... your... Some people say, oh, you're, you're, you're home now. Yeah. Because, see, like I was telling you. So one of the issues I had with this music is I didn't... Who do I relate to? You know, I, I didn't have any, not all the people are into this kind of music. Mm-hmm. So when you actually go there, you're, you're around people that know about this. And so you feel like you're part of a community. Yeah. Right. Well, That's they, a big it, thing. These festivals make you feel real, really welcome. Yes. Really welcome. All are welcome here. And, which is and one of their, you're comfortable in your own skin. There you go. You know, so. There you go. That's now, why I like. I, I wouldn't say nudity, but being comfortable in your own skin whatever form that is yeah whether it's wearing very little or just dressing normal whatever it is nobody nobody judges you nobody looks nobody says anything negative about you yeah whether you're you're thin you're heavy you dress how you want type of body shape you paint whatever you want you know whatever you want to paint yourself with and you go there you have a good time yeah and there's something about that that it really resonated with me and you. Uh, I would say it's like a true freedom, like a liberation yes. of like your like you know from what society expects from you to like you just being yourself. That's a good point. That's that's a very good one. So, it, it, I, I want to hear more about this. You're basically saying it's a place where the the norms of society mm-hmm. are non-existent. They're not really there. No. Because you can't, most people, I mean, the way me and you dress, mm-hmm. the way you dress, um, 
It's not something you just put on and go outside of Walmart or whatever. This is very specific to that event. And then only there it seems to be okay. Yes. Right? Because uh, Socially acceptable, yeah. Outside of that, it's like, well, what the hell? Yeah. What are you, you wearing? You wouldn't want to wear those things like at a club or anything. If it's not like a rave EDM festival, like definitely. Free love is under the theme there. I mean, everybody's hugging. Everybody's, you know, everybody's having fun yeah. there. Express your love to one another however you want it. I, I, some people would like describe it as like, oh, well, it sounds like a bunch of hippies, but I don't, wouldn't say hippies. It is a bunch of hippies. I, I know. I, I think it's just a, a community that's, you know, that you come in and because we met a lot of people from different backgrounds. Like, we've met a lot of people. Like, we've met Russians, And I'm not Russians, saying just like Canadians, out of state. Yeah. Like, you're, we're talking about people from like Europeans, Europeans South America, Canadian. You said that? Yeah. Yeah. We've met a lot of people. And they'll, they'll tell us some crazy stories too. Yeah. But it's almost like a place where like, you actually connect to the other world. Like, like it's not just like your own little, you know, micro community that you're from, but you're actually exposed to different minds and different lifestyles and just different. Like, and outside of festivals, where else do we get this chance to meet these people? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And that is an element that I like about these festivals. I think you're, you're hitting that point too, where it's like, we meet all these people from all over the world. You talk to them. You 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 kind of this this is the time to break out of your shyness. You know, you talk to people. People will come up to you and just talk to you. Oh my God, I love your outfit, or I love your your, your hair, or whatever. And you talk to them. Oh yeah, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You trade candy. You maybe trade Instagrams or whatever. <coughs> um, but it's it's a very it's a social it's a social gathering. Um, again, there's many festivals out there edc is just one of the bigger ones but there's 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 in europe they have it in mexico i mean even other companies festivals in the last few years have kind of exploded in a way um i mean i guess me and you are here for the ride we're we're definitely planning on doing more yeah this year i mean so far we would have done a couple but they're, they're being postponed who knows it's, yeah it's become a lifestyle so it's a very big part of our relationship put it yeah. that way it's a very big part of it. every year we look forward to it every year since you've been going to school you've been busting a mission to make these happen because they're at the end of your semester or quarter system and then recently they moved the events oh so that's an so edc (laughs) used to be in the summer for the first three years i think we went to was in the summer 113 degrees 118 degrees in the daytime i mean people people have died so people have died at these events (laughs) usually a hundred percent of the time it's drugs and just dehydration and just people that just don't take care of each other i mean people don't take care of each other when they should i mean i think this is just i mean there's half a million people over the weekend and it's just it's i mean you know for a lot of people it ain't a party until somebody dies yeah somebody (laughs) dies that was that's that was the thing every year who died at edc how many people died at edc so in the last few years that changed for whatever reason people started complaining and you know they moved it so now it's in May. So it's a lot of, a, a little cooler weather. It's great. Much cooler. Maybe too cold in some some moments. Like I think two years ago it was, it was really cold. Uh no, this was last year. It's last year it got last cold year. at night. Yeah, the temperature just dropped. I'm not too happy about that. I, I kind of miss. I think you two too. We both miss the old surviving yeah. in the desert type of. Uh, I mean, even at night it was like 90 degrees I or mean, something. You know, I'm you're you're, you know i'm actually surprised that you miss it but 
you know, because you don't really, you don't do well with. I'm the not heat. a summer person. Yeah, like, and I do like. You are. I love summer. I like yeah. my sun. <laughs> I I I just love it. And you know, you were saying that um, we used to look forward to them. I used to look forward to them, to them because. I would get my, you know, my skimpy outfit and I, and I would be in like, I don't need a jacket. This is so cool. Cause I don't have <laughs> to carry a jacket. Like, because early in the morning or like, you know, when you're there in the afternoon, there's like, it's a, it's the desert. So it's going to be hot. And then like in May, like as soon as the sun would go down, like you feel the, you know, temperature drop. So now I have to like, great. Now I have to wear it like, bring like extra leggings and like a jacket and and then maybe that jacket is not enough so i need my pon like my ponchos we bring layers now <laughs> yeah we bring layers most of the layers are for you but i'm not gonna lie i i, I take a little comfort in some of those layers late yeah. later at night yeah like for me i'm not a summer person i hate summer i, I definitely enjoy rain winter cold more than summer but there the element of survival that's what i liked I like that element of survival, the element of like, yeah, like we got to we're, we're, we're balls deep in the crowd yeah. and we're running out of water. Uh, you, 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 you finish your camelback. I'm like at the last few drops, the music's going and I don't want to leave because not only is it, it's, 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 there's so many people that if I leave, I might not find you. Yeah. Right. So we have to go together. So we have to go together, but we lose our, our, our spot in the crowd or whatever. So. There's that element of survival, like, no, we have to go. We're, we're going to die here without any water, right? Yeah. Or just having to go back to the car and we had a Gatorade, a cold Gatorade, like, oh, my God, finally something fresh to drink. Um, getting back to the hotel and eating and, and, and like, all right, now we're going to sleep for like four hours and then wake up again and do it all over. I, I, I miss that. I miss. But the heat just amplified all of that. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe because there's no heat also, it's colder. But over the time, it just seemed to get easier. These festivals just seemed a little easier. We were prepared most of the time. Um, there was a little conditioning we had to do, though. And we still do it to this day. A few, day, a few weeks or about a month or two before EDC, we'll start hiking. <laughs> we'll start doing good little walks. Yeah. There's a little conditioning element that we have to... Yeah, we have to train for it. We have to do every year to kind of have our bodies ready. I mean, we don't want to go yeah. into these things cold i mean just alone edc i've counted my steps we've done over 20 miles 18 to 20 miles okay. just throughout those 12 hours or whatever yeah per day from right? walking like, across the speedway yeah yeah you I, it's a lot of walking okay like i don't know but like it the the racetrack is huge it's huge like you like this is bigger than anything like you just imagining like i just imagine myself like oh my god like you have to walk from one point to the next and it's like and you have to like deal with the crowds and and then like it's not know. just a straight yeah. walk you're, and then, you're, you got and obstacles you got bodies yeah. of people around you and then it's like um labyrinths and like uh, yeah you have to you can get lost I mean, for you the first day, lost. at least. You can get lost. Yeah. You can now get lost we know in the, there. Now, we, now we know the place like the back of our hand. But, yeah. I mean, those first couple of years, I remember both of us were like, wow, like, what the hell is happening here? Like, how? Oh, this my huge, goodness. This place is huge. I will tell you, the first time I walked into my EDC, my first EDC when I, you know. Okay, so I remember. First of all, like, let me just recap. The drive there, we first time we went there um there was a lot of traffic i just remember 
getting to the festival it was like a lot of traffic so that was like rule like we learned we quickly learned that that's the thing yeah. uh, at this festival the, the congestion of traffic there's a, only two ways to get there the road or the highway and if you wait to the last minute you're going to be stuck in traffic for hours yeah and so we that happened to us the first couple of years yeah. we just couldn't time ourselves out of the hotel yeah so i i don't know but i remember coming there like we got there at 11 at night and yeah. i mean newbies <laughs> but whatever that was part of the experience um yeah so we walked in after security da -da -da -da, after that and i just remember feeling oh my god like this is perfect like weather's perfect it's summer there's a lot of like different outfits with nice girls like you know yeah. uh, a lot of guys that like were buff like and lights i just remember seeing flower lights i mean they don't call it electric daisy festival for nothing because i mean you see these big, there is a lot of lighting a like, lot of lighting. big flowers beautiful things and and you're seeing the stages and like you're seeing the stars and you're seeing and you're like the music, the music even being before being in the event even before being inside the venue or inside the speedway you're hearing the bass as you're parking you're hearing this party you park yeah. outside the anticipation the, of it's a huge parking yeah. line you have to know where you park what 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 section <laughs> you park and then there's pre-gaming involved so now you're drinking you're doing whatever substances you brought in the parking because you're gonna have to go through a search to get in so there's a whole build of an anticipation we're in the parking lot it's at night we know we're about to party we've never partaken in, in any of this We've gone to those other two little events that we talked to, but those were like little one-nighters or whatever. Yeah. Nothing like this. Nothing of this magnitude. The the base and the and the far you see all these lights shooting out of the out of the uh, the Coliseum or whatever the, yeah. the speedway. You're hearing the bass and you're like, wow, what is going on over there? It sounds like a monster, like literally yeah. a monster. Girls were walking out of their cars, I don't half naked. That sounds bad, but it's not. I mean, it's 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 sex is a big thing. You were just kind of briefly touching on that. Yeah, it is a very sexualized hyper event. I mean, everybody's looking good. Yeah, everybody. I mean, it's all out there, right? Yeah. Nobody's judging you. It's all out there. You just look around. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So it's very char sexually charged. I think. Yeah, you. I mean everybody's beautiful i mean that's one of the things yeah, that they like, say you know we're everybody's all here. attractive um i mean you see a lot of like good vibes good vibes everybody's know, wasted or buzzed or on something and, so and everybody's you hugging feel it you feel that you energy feel you right you away feel it. feel it like oh my god like you're safe here and and you're gonna have fun you're safe there i like that you're safe because you're not being judged yeah like you're socially safe yeah right you're with your friends we're we're pre-gaming and i'm trying to remember that first one i think we we started going we do the security the line even okay. so the traffic is long <laughs> we pre-game we walk up we make it to the uh to the security the, so there's a long security line you have to go through id checks yeah. they do the pat down everybody around you is dog sniff you the dogs come up actually i don't remember the dogs but you don't remember the the the, the, the securities are there yeah. or whatever there's some marshals on the side um, it was just one dog, I, I guess. I mean, if, one time. you know, so if you're bringing stuff in, you're kind of shitting bricks, but you're you, you make it through and you're like, yeah, we're in You're You're meeting people all around you as you go. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah. We're, going, we're going. Everybody's ready for this thing. Right now that you're ta like talking about that, I, I just remember that it felt like if every if anyone out there has gone through DJ and come back, I mean, TJ, um, 
it feels like you're going through la migra <laughs> with a bunch of naked people around yeah and everybody's wasted no that's the thing everybody's wasted everybody around you so so it's it's not like i mean yeah it is like maybe midnight downtown at a club but it's not because there's just the magnitude of people and the mission you're in this day one out of three it's like everybody's in it together type of thing and you see yeah. it in everybody so this is that element of like yeah. we're all doing this we're all fucked yeah. up right now we're all on something people are coming up and hugging you and you know yeah there's a great excitement just to get into it it's there every year like every you year. know every time you walk into um the racetrack edc it's a joy like no matter what time like you're just as soon as you walk in you're like Oh you. my god, yes, I made it. This is what I've been waiting for. Oh my goodness, like because of that build up, you buy the tickets, you buy the outfits, you and then since we can't I can't afford eight hundred dollars at once, you do the payment plan. So you've been paying for these tickets yeah. for the last seven months or whatever, a monthly withdrawal from your bank account. You know this thing's gonna happen. You buy your outfits, you buy your glow sticks, <laughs> you buy your gum, you buy your 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 chapstick, you know, and then you know, a month before, you know, uh, 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 two weeks before, a week before. And so it's this, this buildup, this buildup of whatever. And then and then the weekend happens. You've asked for the week from work or whatever. You made plans. You pack all your stuff. You make the drive. You mm-hmm. check in. I mean, it's just a mission. It's an undertaking. And all that, to me, till this day, it still adds to that excitement. I think you're describing right now when you walk into the yeah into the Coliseum or yeah. into the uh, the venue. You walk in and you're hit with everything. You're like, yeah. wow, I made it. I survived the traffic. I've survived. I'm, I'm about to hopefully survive the heat. You've gone through the check, the the the, uh, the security check. You're here. Yeah. You're in. You're in. You made it. And you won. <laughs> you, yeah, no. And now, okay, I'm, I'm brace. Brace yourself because yeah. you're about to do this three days in a three row. Three days in a row. Three days in a row. Um, I mean, we ain't stopping. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't stopping. We got plans. We got plans for other festivals. We got plans for not just EDC in October that's been rescheduled. We got plans. Uh, Dirty Bird, the camping got canceled this year so that's a bummer we've gone to the last two dirty birds this is a whole nother dirty thing that we're gonna bird. have to talk about another podcast just how, how dirty bird and edc are different you know two different production companies two different types of music the vibes are completely different the people there are completely different yeah if i would say edc is like maybe because i'm older but edc is definitely younger more commercialized event um what dirty bird is doing and what other events similar to those are doing is more like niche, uh, more niche specific, like more low key, kind of like um, mature. Because not only are they not, they're, they're 21 and over to begin with. Yes. That makes a huge difference. We agree Very. that makes a huge difference. I need a cough. Hold on. Sorry, I had something itching in my throat. <laughs> I just kept looking at you like I'm about to cough into the mic. So I, sorry. <laughs> but two completely things. I mean, so that that's not happening this year. So till next year. So we'll finish off hopefully EDC. If everything goes back to normal and people are not afraid of like being close to each other, because that seems to be the thing. You know, in the news. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to get into this topic, but just really briefly in the news, I saw, I don't know, this is in New York or wherever. They got social circles at parks. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. They're 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 making circles of white paint, or I don't know what that is, 
in parks. They got all these circles six feet apart from each other. So people can come in and only sit in that little bubble. So it's like, that's, anyways, they're doing that. At another place, at bars, the bartenders are wearing tubes, like these inflatable tubes. (laughs) Oh my God, no. Inflatable (laughs) tubes. And they're walking around because you can't get close to them without hitting the tube, right? So that keeps you just socially away from one another. Oh my goodness. I'm like, wow, we're there yet. So if things go back to normal, which I know they're not, things are going to be completely different. But if we start gathering again, and hopefully festivals become a thing again, hopefully we all remember that, hey, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. We used to share... uh or um water bottles with strangers yeah yeah we used to blow on birthday cakes <laughs> it's okay you know um if we can all go back to that hopefully we'll make edc happen in october hopefully we'll do dirty bird n- next year which is also in october around that time but i also if we, w- we weren't planning on going to edc the following year if we don't go to edc the following year we do want to go to um if they're hosting it here in Bakersfield, here in um, here in uh, in Kern, lining in a bottle. Lining in a bottle. I have that's another camping. It's another four. I think it's a three or four days. We want to do that one. We've never done that one. We heard good things about it. I want to do that one. And then depending how that goes next year, um, the ultimate goal that me and you, I think another step up from that is we want to do like one of those Canadian ones. One of those Canadian ones. There's a uh, Shambhala. These are more transformational events. They're not. They're not. They're, they don't call them music festivals, or they're so different. Oh. They're more transformational um, type of events. Oh, I see. Transformative, like spirit-wise, like your spirituality and all what this stuff. What is that? Uh, it gets hippier. Like put it that way. Burning Man. So that's the ultimate goal that we've talked about. That is the ultimate goal. We'll do. We'll next year. We'll we'll do these other ones. Hopefully, a couple years from now, we'll we end. We'll end up doing like some some canadian ones yeah i want to do some some overseas some in europe yeah we need to try one or two over overseas and then we'll do burning man we'll figure out an rv we'll figure out how to survive in the desert for like a whole week or two weeks i think Mm -hmm. we'll figure out the dust we'll figure out how we're not going to shower for two weeks we'll figure we'll figure all that out somehow but that's the ultimate goal and then we're going to (laughs) retire And then we're going to retire. And then, the, yeah. No, we'll see. I think m- me and you are, are enjoying it. Well, yeah. It's our thing. Yeah, it's, uh, as, you know, we. I think we are doing pretty good. I mean, I'm doing school and you work and I work too. But for some reason, we've been That's another thing. It, we know? can afford it. We can do it. We're being smart about it financially. Yeah. Um, professionally also, I think. We we we've been doing it the smart way, I think. Yeah, because we're we're I think we're realistic people, so you know, so. But yeah. for some reason, we make it happen. Yeah, along the way, we've also not only making new friends, we've made some new friends that we've seen at other like reoccurring festivals. Where there's a couple couples out there, a couple individuals that we can think of that were like, wow, they were really cool, and we we ran into them again at this other event. We're we're great, uh, like Instagram friends now, whatever. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that meeting. So cool. I love, I think that's like my favorite thing from festivals that like, I love meeting couples and like we become friends and it's like, oh, cool. Like you that couple how, yeah. is so cool. Like, like you just like, wow, 
there's more people like us no yeah that's right <laughs> you know a lot of people are also fe like festival goers they go to a lot some of them go to one here one there you know there's there's it's 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 something for everybody honestly yeah um i always tell people if if you like the music but other people say oh i don't like the music it's okay also one of the things that me and you learn is that edm is very wide yeah from techno to house to 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 dubstep to all the stuff and when people think edm they think of like marshmallow they think of like yeah tiesto they think of all these commercialized djs now right mm -hmm. and so it's like yeah that's if you like that that's cool that's part of it too but there's just all the other genres that you can also get into and enjoy yeah and so me and you also when we started going to festivals we started only going to the main stage the big stage the commercialized well, the stage ones. the popular stage yeah. that's where all the big djs play right and we enjoyed it hey i'm not gonna say anything we we definitely enjoyed it yeah but then as we explored deeper and deeper not just in the festival but the, the music itself we also discovered hey your love for trance music mm -hmm. you know is stronger like my love for like techno and house i think me i think house music is where me and you both like yeah yeah this is where we're both like definitely a grooving yeah i definitely groove to trance i definitely groove to trance you definitely groove to techno but we both kind of discovered our own little niches yeah. and djs and then music and song you know you start remembering things like oh that that's so and so's mix so that's yeah. you know we get to um well, well i guess now we we um we found our groove or you know yeah we go to festivals like it's clockwork now we have this thing time to yeah. we have this thing to a science <laughs> yeah like we're just on it like okay this is the time that we gotta pace ourselves like you know everything from getting prepared make it having happen. the outfits checking in the hotel what time we gotta go i mean everything we i, I take it for granted sometimes like some of those tough lessons we learned the yeah. first couple of years but we we we're, we're, we're no noobs <laughs> definitely no not at this point we're noobs to other 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 um, events though and that's where i think we need to um yeah like the camp explore it's more yeah. of that but you know camping festivals are just another type of like vibe. but you're living there yeah it's just a different vibe i mean at edc you an amazing vibe but just at edc you still have to well now they have camping at edc but i mean that's that's different um it's not like i mean they, they supply you with the tent and they have air conditioning inside and so you know the, the they, they got they put artificial artificial grass so it's not i mean it's camping but it's not camping you know like the camping that we did at the uh modesto reservoir that's more camping that's an actual oh, park yeah. you bring your own tent you got a lake there yeah you know you deal with ants and you deal with bugs. ants and sticks coming out of your tent like these <laughs> sticks you have to break if not they're going to puncture your 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 um yeah. your mattress um but some of these other camping festivals that i want to go to they do this in forests yeah like uh, shambhala and stuff like that those are actually like forests like how cool is that right you're gonna go pick some mushrooms at night and you know what i mean like <laughs> like oh look um yeah that's some other level of like yeah we're noobs to that you know, like just... i don't even know what that how do you do that we're gonna figure that out yeah hopefully we'll I mean, there's a lot there. I think there's a lot of op options for for like for you to find something that you like or you you feel like it's for you. 
you know. Yeah. And, and you know what? I think my opinion, you know, would be like for those that never have gone to an EDM festival, you know, try it. You, you know, like don't listen to people. Oh, well, it sucks. Like or like that's not real music. No, just go for it and find out for yourself and then just embrace it. Because I think it's, it's it's an experience that some people maybe I think there's I think if you're indifferent about it, definitely go yeah if you're definitely not all about it don't maybe it's not your thing because there are people out there that yeah yeah you probably it's not your thing yeah and that's okay that's okay but if you're indifferent about it like kind of like we were Mm -hmm. then you definitely need to check it out because it'll it'll definitely change you it'll definitely yeah um yeah and you know it's funny it's always like when you go to your first festival you want to tell people this is my first festival like yeah you know Every every time you go to a festival, well now like, like I feel like anyone was like, hey, hey, this is my first festival. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Like, and then you're just like, dude, that's so cool. Like we're almost saying like, I'm so happy for you that you got to give it a chance. Like that's yeah. kind of what you're yeah. saying. So and that and because everybody remembers their first time too. Yeah, and how excited they were. It's like you're losing your virginity, EDM virginity festival <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> no it is like i i if you you know if you've never gone to a festival in your life like when you do go and you get that vibe it's like wow no i think i think you just want to catch more of that losing your your, your virginia at a festival is way better than actually losing your virginity <laughs> <laughs> okay be safe out there people <laughs> um, no but yeah no it's, it's it's awesome i mean it's awesome i can't wait for some more more memories hopefully yeah Hopefully, we're still doing this podcast in October. And one of the things that we talked about doing this podcast, our reoccurring theme that we, that we mentioned in our intro is is festivals. So after each festival, even before each festival, we can talk about how we prepare, what we're bringing, what it's about. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. But we definitely, I, I definitely want to record a podcast like after we, yeah. after we, I mean, shoot, we can take your mic, the other USB mic, and do it in the hotel. Oh. We could do a quick 30 minute Oh, recap of, i see some some ideas right when we're all like eating pizza or something <laughs> that we order room service <laughs> oh my goodness eating our watermelon <laughs> oh you know what i don't like watermelons i hate watermelons i, I don't think i've had good experiences with watermelons <laughs> yeah i like well, i like watermelon I'm, I'm not gonna lie that watermelon <laughs> was pretty tasty though but um because it's what your body needs i mean how many times have we been at, at a festival and we're drinking water we're drinking water and then we realize like we want something else than water and we get a, a fresh smoothie that that blast of sugar that's awesome yeah. right i i only appreciated more when it was in the summer the festival you know the edc festival yeah and then you go eat a smoothie and you eat the smoothie it's and like, then wow. you're like wow but in the summer because when it was cold i like i said I'm, oh i still enjoy it in the, in the cold weather yeah like for me it was like oh god please like make the wind stop and that's only when you're out of the crowd and you're kind of resting somewhere (laughs) and then definitely gets cold but in those crowds it gets hot yeah it gets hot i'll never forget the circuit ground the circuit yeah this the circus ground circus the circuit the circuit ground with data life and carnage oh my god that first year remember how hot it was inside of that super mega structure it was an enclosed structure yeah i literally thought i was gonna pass out in there yeah it, i mean it's just the body heat and the heat from the flames and everything i mean that was hey but that 
was a good show. That was a awesome show. That was a I'm good I'm glad we went. Said, like, ooh. That life put up a good show. I, I yeah. get the goosebumps just thinking about survival in the summer. For hopefully, fest- hopefully they send it back to the summer. Somehow. I doubt it. People have died, so yeah. Yeah. They're, nobody died last time, so. Yeah, nobody's died in the last few years. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing, but I mean, I said I wouldn't be political, but (laughs) (laughs) if you're one of the weak ones, I mean, you're one of the weak ones. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, be be safe. Bring your water. Have good friends. Have them watch you. You know, if you're going to do some substances, do them responsibly. Yeah, that's a big one. Know what you can handle. But always be around friends. So if you need some help, they'll yeah. help you out. You know, make sure make sure they don't leave you alone somewhere. Yeah, and don't try um, things that you don't know. There's water everywhere. You know. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. don't don't buy stuff from not only might be he being undercover, but Yeah. Get your shit from people that you know. Yeah. Or trust, I guess. Um maybe try some outside of that event first, whatever you're gonna do. <laughs> Like, don't let that event be your first time. Yeah, I would <laughs> so recommend you, you doing it maybe somewhere safe and then... And then try it there. And try yeah. it there again. Yeah. But, um, you know, I... um, it, it's, it's... You can tell when people are on something. Oh, yeah. So that's just like... It's part of the experience. So don't freak out. <laughs> we'll talk about substances on another topic, another episode. But, yeah, you know, just do it safe. There's plenty of water. Even if you don't, you should definitely bring your water though. Don't, don't, don't walk in with a water bottle and thinking you're going to survive. Um, bring your backpack with water, <laughs> your camel bag. Uh, water's expensive there to buy. I mean, unless you have that money or you want to be walking around for, for I mean, water, it's free if you, if you, if you bring your backpack, yeah, they'll fill yeah, it up. It's, it's basically free. tap water. It's city yeah, water. But if you want the water bottle, like they're going to be expensive. Yeah. Uh, maybe have a Red Bull or two at night. Keep going. Um, but yeah, we recommend it. And if you can, sneak in some alcohol. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's... Ba- <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's a good way to keep your uh, your, your pre-gaming they, strong. Yeah. I, you will spend money. And don't... Oh, it's, it's you know, pricey. if you're going to go... I'm, my personal tip is that if you're going to go to the festival... Um, but it's worth it. Yeah. Bring bring extra money for the, for the food there. Because the food is what, you know, makes... You get nutrients to survive the night, so. I wish that part was cheaper. The food is definitely expensive there. I mean, they bring these food yeah. trucks. I mean, you're talking a burger like twenty bucks. I mean, I, they're okay. it's good food. Certain good certain food trucks are better than others. Yeah. I wish that part was cheaper. Uh, but I mean, so your tickets are like eight hundred dollars, but divide that by the, you know, the three days are going to be there and the entertainment and the value. I I think it's there. You got your hotel. Even if you split it, you're going to be paying, I don't know, $500 to $1,000 for a couple like me and you. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to stay at the Strip, but hey, it's actually, it's do the Vegas experience. I mean, the first couple of times we went, we did the Vegas as the Strip experience. The last couple, we just stayed at some hotel off uh, the, the um, what's it called? The, um, the Holiday Inn? La no. Quinta? No, no. Quinta. La Quinta. La Quinta. Yeah. yeah, we said La Quinta by the airport. So it's easier to get there. We don't have to deal with the traffic. Uh, this next year, this year, that we, we we got a room booked at the... Um, shoot, I can't remember. We're on the Strip. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Oh, speaking of hotels, I just remember something. What happened? Uh, the hotels, like the experience of the hotels. We should talk about that another time. That could be another topic. Yeah, because, you're right. Um, 
I think we learn our lessons with the hotels. Well, I mean, a few yeah. ones. This is like a recap of just festivals in general. And then later on, we'll, we'll do like more specific. More yeah. yeah. We're only going to talk about the... Um, the hotel experience and we're only gonna talk about the <laughs> no i was you know it's it, it, we can go on and on about because we're so passionate about eating we definitely are so. we definitely are um but we're about an hour and 20 minutes in this conversation mm-hmm. um i think we should wrap it up wrap it up um but that that, that that's it for today we talked about your your back injury, back you're, injury. you're all good now i don't like watermelons you don't like watermelons <laughs> We talked about music festivals, a little bit of what EDC is about, some of the ones we've gone we've gone to, uh, some of our plans in, in festivals, um, just a little bit of background, how we both got into it. Um, we'll see how that goes. Okay, yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for tuning in to our weekly shenanigans. This is Yanni. And this is Juan, signing out. Signing out. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>